This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. The host, food writer, and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen, and I'm Tariq Moody from Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we're going to talk about some of the stuff in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Anne's got the took over the cover feature on this month's uh, uh, Milwaukee Magazine. That's the way she should do it. Takeover. We also got uh, stuff to talk about Fondy Food Center. Some really cool, interesting news about that. Uh, We got news about Alley Boys Bagel, the very popular bagel shop in Milwaukee. And uh, and more. But, uh, Anne... Uh, tell me about the yeah. latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. What's going on with that? What what, what was the okay. inspiration? Give me all the deets. Yeah. So the inspiration was um, kind of to look at um, food in the city beyond restaurants. So outside of restaurants, where to shop, you know, what to buy, um, and, and kind of uh, looking at some very – um, different sides than you normally mm-hmm. see of chefs in the city, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, we sent Adam Pollock um, of Egg and Flour. We sent him to Aldi with $100 and asked him to shop for like the best food things that you can get at Aldi. Mm-hmm. For $100. Yeah, that's that's and, cool. He never did that for me, huh? No, never did that for you. We had um, Annabella Shore from uh, from the restaurant Birch. She mm-hmm. is... Um, oh, yeah, the bartender. She's the lead bartender there. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, we we she's had her amazing. curate a home bar. So telling us, like, what are the best tools to have? Um, which spirits should you have in your in your home collection? This is one of my yeah. favorite bartenders in the city, I have to say. Yeah, she's yeah. she is awesome. Um we even, okay, so Tariq, we, you know, we're in the age of you go to a restaurant and you take a fi- picture of your food. You take a picture mm. of what is, you know, what is what comes out of the kitchen and what you're going to eat. So um, went to the experts at Siege Food and Photography. I don't know if you've ever mm. met them, Mark and Melissa Tentio. Anyway, kind of t- asked them, well, how do you take good photos? Because, you know, I got to tell you, every time I'm taking them with my phone, um, I got lighting issues. I'm not quite sure about the angle. You know, how much other stuff should I put in the photo? So anyway, I got we got tips from from them on how to take good food shots when you're in a okay. restaurant with your Ooh. phone. Oh, wow. So well, that's another, a lot of fun stuff in here. A lot of cool stuff in the magazine. One of the cool stuff I love, uh, you have an article called Ports of Plenty, kind of a roundup of the Puerto Rican restaurants in the issue. Can you give me a couple of the highlights of that article where people should definitely check out if they want to get their Puerto Rican fix? Definitely. So um, when I after I did that story and after it went to press, unfortunately, one of my favorites Asian Rican closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is no longer an operation. But um, I have four other places in here that, you know, if you want to get um, your fix of really great Puerto Rican food, and I'm talking like pork, rice, and, and pigeon peas, mofongo, um, Las Vereas, I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly, but that is the 
the the mobile food enterprise at Zocalo Food Truck Park. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever checked out these um, this couple that is running this. They have amazing food, and it's like grandma comfort Puerto Rican food. Um, and this we have this photo that is one of their items from yeah. their. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've so, seen that plate. I've seen that plate many times yeah. on on Facebook and social media. It's uh, it's super delicious. Um, it's called the Boracua box, and it's got roast pork, fried plantains, which are called tostones, mm. uh, rice and salad, um, sabor tropical, which is um, has been open for a while. That's down on KK South KK in um, in Bayview. Um, and another place, we haven't really talked about this, but it's a bakery called Johanna's Cafe. Um, and not only does she have baked goods, you know, you can get things like coconut flan and guava and cheese quesitos. I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly. I really wish Kenny Perez were here right now because he could he could correct my my pronunciation. But she has hibaritos. Have you had those? those yes. Just that are made out of uh, yeah, we, we we talked about of, that last week. We did, we did. Yeah. Um, but you can get um, different lunch dishes there as well. But also really great baked goods. So those are just a few of the the places cool. that I mentioned. Good. If you need uh, get your Puerto Rican fix, uh, definitely check out the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Uh, coming up on this bites, we'll share a conversation with more pieces from Milwaukee Magazine, including Anne's three essential new cookbooks. I love the list. Uh, but coming up, we're going to talk about how Milwaukee could be one of the best places to eat in the country. Find out more coming up on This Bites. I'm 88.9 Story Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinnabuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinnabuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, yeah. (laughs) And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcasts. Bring you the best and finest of what's happening in Milwaukee's culinary scene and food scene and everything edible and drinkable, I guess you would say. Um, so Milwaukee, I mentioned that Milwaukee could be one of the best top dining destinations in the country. And those are those are strong words. Strong words. So the deal is, I saw this over at Journal Sentinel. Journal Sentinel. Milwaukee could be named one of Eaters. Eater magazines. They have like eaters all over. They don't have an eater from Milwaukee, which is interesting. But they have eaters for like smaller cities, but go figure. But I guess they don't want to compete with you, Ian. I think that's why. They're scared of you. Um, so Eaters is uh, uh, about to working on their where to eat in 2024 travel list. And so they have a, one spot open for uh, a popular vote. And uh, the cities for that in contention are Kansas City, Missouri, Louisville, Kentucky, where I was born, Salt Lake City, Okay. And Milwaukee. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm probably getting a little shade to these cities, aren't I? Except for Kentucky. Um, it's all in good fun. But so you have opportunity to vote. We'll post links over at eater.com on our website. Um, so uh, each year, 
Eater does this. It's a site curated, curated guide of the best dining dishes in the select cities across the world. So this be Milwaukee be part of this whole global kind of a guide if they win. Worth traveling to. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So and for those out there, just to let you know, Eater is is, is preventing you from uh kind of uh stuffing the ballot. So only one vote per IP address counts. So they'll they'll notice unless you have like twenty different types of computers in different locations, uh, it's gonna be a little hard to like stuff the ballot. Just letting y'all know. Yeah. Next, Ann, uh, yeah. in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, you also mentioned in your cover story in the, in the magazine, you have, uh, you picked out three essential new cookbooks. And I love the selections you picked up. Um, one of them, I really, one of them uh, features a, 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 a chef that used to live in Wisconsin. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. So it, it was hard for me to narrow down three because there's a, there's a, a bunch of books that I'm really excited about, but... Um, the book that you're talking about is called For the Culture, Phenomenal Black Women and Femmes in Food. Um, and it features interviews with 66 black food professionals about their careers, and it includes recipes from each one. And the chef that you are talking about is Adrienne Lipscomb. Um, she is the founder of the 40 Acres Project, um, which works to preserve black foodways and agriculture. And she used to own um, a, a restaurant called the Uptowner Cafe in La Crosse. So she mm-hmm. has a Wisconsin connection. Um, this book is just, I, I am so excited about it. I love the premise of it. Um, I love that we have stories and we have recipes together. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it, so this is one of, one of the three that I mentioned. I've also got... Um, uh, The World Central Kitchen's cookbook, which is Feeding Humanity, Feeding Hope. And if you're familiar with World Central Kitchen, this is an organization founded by a celebrity chef, you could call him celebrity chef, Jose Andreas. Um, He he founded World Central Kitchen, as I mentioned. Um, It's a nonprofit disaster relief organization um, that has been on the ground when there are hurricanes, when there are earthquakes, when there are uh, wars, you know, and they're, mm. so this book includes recipes and stories from chefs like Marcus Samuelson, Emeril Lagasse, a lot of other famous people. And then I want to mention this last cookbook because I'm a huge fan of the guy who, uh, the, the, the guy who's the author of this book. It's called Veg Table. Um, and it's from, um, uh, a sh- he's a, he's a cookbook writer but he's a molecular biologist. His name is Nick Sharma. I've been following him for years on Instagram. And what I love about him is that his recipes are, are about science. I mm. mean, he, he understands the science of good cooking in the way that um, uh, Kenji Lopez-Alt uh, is in that same mm. realm of just being incredibly smart about it and understanding the science of cooking. So um, I've been, I I haven't bought this book yet, but I keep looking at it when I go to Boswell Books because um, again, I've been a fan and I, I, there's one recipe in particular that I I use all the time of Nick Sharma, um, of of different recipes that Dick Sharma, Dick, that Nick Sharma has come out with in the past um, several years. But um, anyway, so these are just three great books. That I think 
would be great to pick up for yourself or as a gift. I can't wait to uh, see what book you get me in. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got some interesting news. Um, Fondy Food Center, we, we've talked about their their markets and their Fondy Food, uh, Fondy Dinner. Um, has some big news they just announced. So Milwaukee's oldest farmer's market has a new leader. The board of directors on December 1st announced that the amazing, impeccable Venus Williams will now lead the organization. She's been active as interim for the last past 18 months. And, uh, and as of November 2023, her position is now permanent. So big congratulations to Venus Williams. According to the Urban Milwaukee uh, website, uh, the quotes um, here is, this is an incredible step forward for Fondy and the Lindsay Heights neighborhood as Venus is incredibly connected to the needs and goals of the community, said Heather Deaton, president of the board of directors, in a statement. It's been an honor to work with Venus the last 18 months. Her commitment to the mission of finding the community and cultural connections is tremendous and humbling. I have to say, I totally agree. And recently, back in 2017, the farmer's market celebrated 100 years. You were there when it opened, weren't you? <laughs> oh. Anyway. What? So funny. And we mentioned earlier uh, a few weeks ago that, that the winter market, farmer's market, uh, it's on right now. It's in the 15th season. You can check out the winter's farmer's market Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the table at 5305 West Capitol Drive. And uh, it goes through April 13th. I can't wait to feel have April 13th. You, have you been then? Have you been? Not to the table. No. I've been to Winter's Farmer's Market when it was at the yeah. other place, but I haven't been to the new location. I haven't either. And I it's been on my list every week to go. And I almost went. I wanted to go the weekend of Thanksgiving, but that's the date they yeah. are not having a market because of the holiday. Mm. Yeah. Where, where, I'm going to go. What am I doing this week? I'm going to go this week. Hmm. Uh, and finally, you're a big fan of Alley Boys, right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, they're the very popular spot, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays here in Walker's Point, there's like a line out the door. But for those who, um, want to, uh, if you live on the other side of town and you want to get your bagel fix, you're going to be in luck soon. Not exactly when. Alley Boys is planning to add a new location on the east side. The space will be located at 2108 North Farwell Avenue. It will also serve as, quotes the epicenter for their baking operations, which allows the business uh, to um, make more bagels, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the, they will also, the, the spot will also first function as a counter service restaurant with a, a dining area as well, according to Urban Milwaukee. The expansion will grow the, the footprints uh, by 4,600 square feet. And the current location here on Walker's Point on uh, 135 East National is only around 1,300 square feet. Basically, they would take over the southern half of Good City Brewing's east side facility. And uh, also that building, that multi-bay, that weird little building right there, also home to Water for Wine Experience. And we mentioned before, there would be a new hot pot restaurant coming on that location as well in that little I hope so. I hope yeah. so. We've been waiting for some of those new businesses to come. Yeah, for sure. Not sure when the opening date. They got to go through all the, you know, you know, city's bureaucracy and stuff like that. But they're hoping for late spring. 
Uh, but again, you can still get your bagel fix over here in the Walker's Point area Thursday through Sunday. Well, that does it for this week's edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running coloring podcast with Ann Christensen and myself, Tariq. Catch us every Friday. We're online and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts at Spotify, NPR, Google, or directly from our, our Radio Milwaukee website at RadioMilwaukee.org. This Bites is produced and edited by the wonderful, talented, young Kim Shine and supports and generosity from our amazing membership. As always, please leave feedback and review our podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts. And always, Anne, stay hungry. Keep the Malort cold. <laughs>